Hi, listeners. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to let you know that this episode is sponsored by The Draw Shop, and we've got something exciting for you. Let me ask you something. Have you ever been asked what you do? We all get asked this, right? Have you then answered and then got the response of totally glazed over eyes or just the look of someone politely smiling but definitely not caring? It sucks. I know. I've totally been there on both sides, actually. That's why my team and I at The Draw Shop now offer a service to help you perfect your elevator pitch so that people immediately understand how you can make their life better and so that you can use this anywhere in your marketing. It's the single statement that compels your prospects to take action right away. Here's what happens. You meet with an expert copywriter on our team to define the problem you solve, how you solve it, and the transformation your customers experience after working with you. From there, we'll turn that into a short and sweet elevator pitch just for you and create a compelling one-page visual story to help the world better understand your business and how you can help them. For a special limited time offer, we are offering you this service for one-third the usual price valued at $1,500. Yep, 70% off. Again, this will only be available for a limited time, and we've already seen incredible results with our clients changing this one single statement. So to get your word perfect pitch today, head to www.thedrawshop.com forward slash elevator pitch now. That's www.thedrawshop.com forward slash elevator pitch. Okay, let's get into today's episode. You need to understand that your online course is not about what you want. So don't start your journey by focusing on your passions and areas of expertise. That will come into play. You will absolutely get to those later, but instead ask yourself, what do my potential students want to learn? Hey guys, today I'm going to talk about adding a digital course to your business. So if you've been following our blogs, emails, and the podcast, you've heard me talk about this a lot lately. Maybe this is the first time you're hearing from me. So if it is, then welcome to today's episode. Before I get into it, I want to talk first about why a digital course. Why am I talking about this so much? So here's the thing. You may have seen them all over the place, everybody offering some type of a course, and maybe you've taken some yourself, or maybe you've actually never taken one. Either way, you probably know that in today's climate, it's safe to say that there's no denying that professional development and education has made its move to the digital landscape and put its name on it in Sharpie. And today... Today, we're seeing everything from Zoom call birthday parties to big-time businesses and universities pivoting online as they lead a more laptop lifestyle Wi-Fi flexing structure. Pivot, right? That's like the new buzzword. So what does this all mean for you? Well, it means that if you're looking to tap into the surging online education industry and move from one-on-one to -to one-to-many, then it's time to scale with actual needle-moving, pro-taught online education taught by industry disruptors like yourself who know their stuff because you're actually in the trenches doing it with the rap sheet results to back it up. So while you've probably seen more online courses in your inbox than the average pair, remember the online education space is only growing. And that means the market's going to do its thing and the cream is going to rise to the top. If you've ever felt 
stalled as you swim in a sea of client work or feel overwhelmed right now, what to do next, this is the right time to consider dipping a toe into the distance learning online program world of digital courses. And that's what I'm talking about today. Not only does adding an online course allow you to scale your business without you having to commit to more one-on-one time with your customers, but it dramatically increases your bottom line by adding significant revenue to your business. So here's what I'm going to cover and focus on today. There's four things. And the the first thing I'm going to cover is what most entrepreneurs get wrong about adding digital courses to their business. I'm also going to talk about how to come up with a winning online course idea, or maybe even several ideas. I'm going to talk about the keys to success with your online courses, especially this year, but also beyond this year. And finally, how to make sure that you actually finish your digital course. If you decide this is something that you want to do, how do you make sure that you actually get it done? So let's start at the top and work our way through. For anyone doing business online, digital courses seem like the natural path for growth. For one, online education is a massive market. It's already valued at $100 billion plus, and it's on track to reach $325 billion by 2025. Like, who wouldn't want a piece of that pie, right? But it's not just about the income potential. Online courses are a very appealing business model. You generate revenue sharing the things you love and excel at. It's your valuable skills and knowledge that you get to share with the world. And it's a satisfying and rewarding way to make a living. But if this is true and digital courses are so awesome, then how come so many entrepreneurs get burned on them? And more importantly, if you want to incorporate online courses into your business, how can you avoid that same outcome? So let me put my detective hat on without a comically large magnifying glass and investigate. If I had to sum up the biggest issue with digital courses, it would say that there are too many of them and there aren't enough of them. (laughs) I know this sounds confusing, so let me elaborate. When I say there are too many courses, I specifically mean the ones that teach low-quality material packaging and presenting it in a poorly structured and unfocused way. I also mean ones that don't meet an existing demand from potential students. Their creators just picked whatever topic they assumed people might want to learn. They don't generate much revenue or add any strategic value to an entrepreneur's core business. They're just an expensive distraction and not an asset. Those are the kind of courses that make even lifelong learners go, ugh, not another one. They're everywhere and they're a big reason people find it hard to get excited about online education. And honestly, who can blame them? On the other hand, there aren't enough digital courses that deliver transformation, as in help their students create valuable results in their lives. And instead of just getting information on a topic, they're actually transforming their lives. There also aren't enough digital courses that fill an existing gap in the market, like teaching people the skills they already want to learn and are willing to pay for. There aren't enough digital courses that drive long-term business growth, not only with sales, but by attracting more customers, boosting business credibility, and extending customer lifetime value. 
Even now, after the market has expanded and matured, these valuable transformative courses are still few and far between. I'm guessing you're nodding your head. Yes, yes, true, true. The world definitely needs more of them. And this is where you come in, of course, if you choose to. Because if you're still with me, if you're still listening right now, then you're probably interested in creating an online course for your business or at least wanting to learn more to see if this is a good choice for you. And that's great. Like I said, we need more life-improving, needle-moving, business-boosting digital courses in the world. So to start you off on the right track, what I want to do today is share a few key mindsets that will help you on your journey and also show you how to get clarity on what type of course you should create. Sound good? All right, stick with me. So let's talk about this. Online courses take work. Building a course takes a lot of work. And I think that online marketing gurus did everyone a huge disservice when they hyped up courses as this low cost, low effort path to making passive income. As someone who's in the process of creating two courses of her own, let me tell you something. There's nothing passive about it. Doing market research, planning out your course content, creating the content, figuring out a course platform, producing marketing and sales assets, launching, all of this takes time, energy, and more than a little bit of creativity on your part. This isn't something you can do over a weekend, just trying to fit course creation into a busy schedule of Netflix and Facebook. No. And you know what? I didn't even mention that what happens after your course launch Fielding questions from potential students, interacting with people who already bought, gathering feedback, dealing with tech issues. Yes, there are those. And using people's input to improve your course for the, for the next round. That's a lot. And I'm, I, I hope I'm not scaring you off because I don't want any of this to scare you and, and put you off of creating your digital course. I, I so enjoying like I'm so enjoying creating my courses. And I know that you will too, especially when you do it the way that I have learned to do it. And I'm telling you this so that you have clear expectations going in because I think why people stop and don't finish is that they thought it was going to be so easy. Like I can just create this real quick, but there's thought that goes into it because after all, you're building something that's going to help support your business and bring value to others. So this is another big reason why entrepreneurs get it wrong is that they think they can just do it so quick and easily. Another reason is that their course doesn't fit the needs for their audience. Like they haven't done that research. And your future digital course needs to be a fit for your audience. Too many entrepreneurs approach course creation from a place of, what do I want to teach? And as a result, they pour their time, money, and energy into creating something that nobody actually wants to buy. It's more of what they thought somebody would want to buy. And if you want to avoid this mistake, you need to understand that your online course is not about what you want. So don't start your journey by focusing on your passions and areas of expertise. That will come into play. You will absolutely get to those later. But instead, ask yourself, what do my potential students want to learn? Think about your existing audience? What do they struggle with on a daily basis? What problems are they already paying to have solved? Where is the market failing them? Also, pay attention when people ask you how you did something. Like, how did you build this? How did you create that? 
How do you do this in your business? Those are big clues as to what they want to learn from you. And then look at where those answers overlap with your existing skills and knowledge. So what expertise can you bring to the table to help your potential students solve their challenges? That's where you're going to find potential topics for your digital course. You might even find a few of them. This approach might seem backwards, but it will actually deliver better, more consistent results for you. It's always easier to start with a specific target audience in mind and develop solutions for them rather than pick a solution and try to find people who need it. Does that make sense? Your your students' needs aren't the only thing you need to consider, by the way. You also want to make sure that your course fits your business. So don't build a course just because that's what all the cool kids are doing. If you're going to invest time and energy into it, make sure it fits your business model and supports your long-term goals. So whether you want to create a course as a more affordable alternative to your high-ticket service, that could be an option. Or maybe you want to fully replace your one-on-one client work with a premium one-to-many product. If you are doing a ton of one-to-one coaching and you're finding that you just can't scale because there's only one of you, what if you could turn that into a a one-to-many product? What is that process that you do with that person and how can you turn that into a course for many more to take advantage of? Maybe you want to support an existing offer. For example, if you have a software or maybe you sell some type of physical technology, or maybe you have an actual service that you sell, maybe you can support that existing offer with a robust course. So by the way, this is how I came up with my courses. I took the most frequently asked questions that our clients had for us and realized that we could offer something more to support their long-term goals which was building the ultimate sales funnel where they could leverage the assets that we create for them, which is the service that we provide. So you can do any of these, any of those that I mentioned, but you need to be a hundred percent honest with yourself about why you're creating your course. What is your long-term vision for it? And how will this impact your business trajectory in the future? And most importantly, is it going to bring value that your audience needs? Now, I know this is a lot to ask, Because how do you even know what type of course is right for your business if you've never created one before? I totally get it. And I've asked myself the same questions. And I will tell you this, I wouldn't have gotten any clarity on this if it weren't for my own digital course creation coach who you've heard me mention before. And if you haven't, it's Amy Porterfield. She's amazing. And I, I absolutely would not have be on my journey at all if it weren't for her. She is a legend in the online education space. She's built multiple seven-figure businesses and helped thousands of entrepreneurs build a life and business they love all by way of building digital courses. She's 100% the inspiration that got me building my two courses. And if Amy can pull not one, but two courses out of me, she can definitely help you too. So now let's talk about how to do this. Like, even if you have some ideas right now, they're like, oh, maybe I could build a course around my process that I do with, with my coach. (laughs) The problem is you still might not know what kind of course to build. So I'm going to share with you 
three paths for uncovering a viable, profitable digital course idea for your business. Even if you have zero experience with online courses, these will give you clarity and the direction to move forward. So before we begin, though, I just want to make one thing clear. This isn't about picking one path. Like I don't want to feel like you can only pick one path. Instead, I'd like you to look at these as lenses through which to examine your course creation efforts. Like don't just settle on one of these and ignore all the rest. Really vet them out. Look at all three and see if they reveal one common idea. And that way you'll increase the odds of your chosen topic. And that chosen topic has the potential to become a high quality, high converting online course down the road. Okay. So Let's start with the most straightforward path that many entrepreneurs still ignore at their own peril. Like I said before, you want to create something that your audience needs. Well, how do you know what that is? Okay, let's make this simple. The first thing is to ask your audience what they want to learn. Ask them. If you have an existing following of potential customers and you want to create a digital course that you know isn't going to flop, The best way to make that happen is to ask your subscribers, ask the people on your email list, ask your followers on social media, ask your customers, what do you want to learn? And and maybe make it specific to your industry. Most business owners will just assume that they already have a good idea or a good understanding of what their audience wants. And so they kind of go right past this step. Honestly, they just start something and they go right past this step and they end up with disastrous results. But I know, I know that you're smarter than that. And you're going to go straight to the source and figure out what kind of topic is already in demand within your target market. And I know this seems like a super obvious step, but it will save you a ton of trial and error in the long run. I promise. So Here's where you want to go about it for maximum results. Ask ask your existing customers what information they'd like to see from you. These people have already given you their money, so they're much more likely to do it again. Figure out what they need and use these insights to create an online course that they will actually want. Get input from your subscribers and social media followers. Send them them an email or create a post with a simple open-ended question. Hey, guys. What's the number one thing you're struggling with around your, and whatever that niche is, ask them a specific question. If you're in the health industry, you know, what's the number one thing you're struggling with around your health? What's the number one thing you're struggling with around your sleep patterns? What's the number one thing you're struggling with when it comes to parenting toddlers? Ask those specific questions, ask them what they're struggling with, and this will give you high quality responses to dissect and study. And I'm telling you, you will find a profitable course topic in there, probably even several. One of my favorites that is so valuable is to do interviews with your ideal students. And I know that this this will take time. You will have to block this out. I would say 15 to 20 minutes, have specific questions. But if you have customers that you love working with and you know that they are open to answering these questions for you, schedule that time and ask them specific questions on what kind of course they would take and how would it need to be different from other things that exist out there? Because there are probably some existing solutions to your course topic 
but what is it that they weren't satisfied with and how can you get in there to create that topic that is satisfying and that is going to solve that problem that's different and that's really appealing to them. I know that all of these are time-consuming strategies that will definitely pull you out of your comfort zone, but I, I can promise you this, they will save you hundreds, if not thousands of hours in the long run because you don't want to pour your heart and soul into something that nobody buys, something that you think is so fabulous that you would want, but then realize it's actually not at all what your audience wants. I want you to create something that people want, that people are so excited to buy. The next thing is to productize your service, or you can think of it as upcycling an existing product. So a lot of, a lot of you, I know that you run a service-based business. So if you do, an online course can give you a way to scale and grow way beyond just that service, way beyond what you thought was possible. So for example, if you sell a high ticket done for you service, you can craft a digital course that fully replicates your process and delivers similar results. So I'm talking about maybe it's coaching, maybe it's one-on-one consulting. By doing that, what you do is transition your trading time for money in a one-on-one model into a much more flexible one-to-many kind of setup. And by the way, if you love your coaching, that's great. What this allows is for you to still spread this value to many more people and not feel overwhelmed and totally booked up all the time and time constrained because you're doing those those one-to-ones. You can actually get back into enjoying those one-on-one coaching sessions or consulting sessions. So that way you get the ability to take on more clients that you really love and at the same time drive exponential growth for your business. Another possible solution is to create an entry-level type of course that's much more affordable and low-touch than your main service. This, this can help you capture a segment of customers who might not be ready to commit to your full-price service, but still want to work with you. And, and that's something that we're actually creating ourselves. The best part about this is that some of those buyers get a taste of the kind of results that you can create for them, and they'll then want to graduate to your full price service later on. So not only are you adding another stream of income to your business, but you extend the lifetime value of that client all in one fell swoop. Another way to use online courses effectively is if you're already selling information product. Like if you're already selling something that is information like a, like an ebook, or maybe it's a one-shot masterclass on a very focused topic, you can then expand and repackage its content into a digital course with a higher price tag and replace your initial product with it. Of course, sometimes you don't want to replace your existing product or service as much as create another offer that would build upon it. That's brings me to the next thing, which is Teaching a skill that complements your product or service. So as a business owner, probably the third most logical, natural path for you to leverage online courses is simply teaching something new that complements, enhances, or expands on your existing offer. That way you don't have to worry about stealing sales from your other products or services. On the contrary, on the contrary you would be building a synergistic, self-sustaining ecosystem where customers buy one of your courses and later go on to purchase one of your products or services and customers begin buying your core offer 
and then invest in one of your courses because they're hungry for more value. So here's a couple of examples of how this might work. Let's say that you sell email marketing software to small business owners. What kind of digital course could you develop and offer to them? Well, the obvious answer is an email marketing or copywriting course that will teach them how to get more sales with email, right? I mean, that would totally complement what you do. But you could also do a course about marketing automation or building high converting ads or list building through organic or paid traffic. See where I'm going with this? Another good example is, say you run a social media management company. Your clients could benefit from a course teaching them how to engage with people professionally on their assorted social channels. You get the idea? Like I said, anything that enhances, complements, or builds on your existing offering is a fair game for an online course. Also, here's another underrated strategy that most entrepreneurs don't do. You don't have to leverage your course as a paid product. Instead, you can offer it as a lead magnet to qualify and capture incoming traffic and later convert it with your core offer. So while this won't grow your income in the short term, it will absolutely give you more high quality leads, prospects, and customers overall, which is an extremely, extremely valuable offer for them. And and this type of free course actually makes for a killer opt-in bonus that can seriously, seriously grow your business. This could be a short video series where you give really valuable information that gets them results and then they say, wow, that got me really great results. I want more. I want to see what else you're cap- this person is capable of. The bottom line is that there's more than one way to increase revenue with online courses. You just have to be willing to think out of the box and really hone in on what your target audience wants. And think about, think about this as a, as a sustainable revenue, a long-term, a long-term addition to your business. Okay. So now let's say that you have decided on what type of course you will have. So now, of course, you're wondering, how can I get this to become a revenue generating asset and not just a weird, disappointing experiment? The digital learning industry is here to stay, as in it will repeatedly reach a $325 billion market value by 2025. And I couldn't be happier. You know why? Because I'm currently building a digital course that's going to go deep into building your ultimate sales funnel, even if you have no clue what a sales funnel is and how it works. I've been working so hard at it because I want to bring you the absolute best value. But here's the thing. I couldn't have done it without the help of my coach and friend, Amy Porterfield. In fact, I'm so in love with her process that I actually became a partner of her digital course academy and a sponsor of her online marketing made easy podcast. So here's what's up. You know that Einstein quote, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. If anyone knows this, I do. And even though I know it, I've still done it. And when it came to me thinking that I could build a course all by myself, boy, was I wrong. Learning the ropes to building out my very own digital course is what totally changed the game in my business. And if you've ever thought about doing something a little differently in your own business too, it's time to officially start, like right now. 
Amy Porterfield's got a mind-blowing new free masterclass called How to Create and Launch a Profitable Digital Course from Scratch. It's the -the behind-the-scenes secrets to generate revenue year-round, meaning you can get access to my digital course creation mentors coaching for exactly zero dollars. I really encourage you to go to thedrawshop.com forward slash Amy and jump into the training time that works best for you. Here are some of the things you're going to learn. The 30-minute post-it party method to kickstarting your digital course. So whether your goal is to supplement your one-on-one work with a course or to eliminate the done-for-you service you do completely, you're going to pull the ideas out of your head and get them on to paper. And it feels so good. You're also going to learn how to find your 10% edge because you actually don't need to be the end-all, be-all expert in your field or even hold a certification or degree to teach something successfully. Here's what else you're going to learn. The three different levels to recording your course and how to know which one is the best fit for you. How about this? Why your small but mighty email list? I'm talking about 500 people or less is actually going to be your most beloved marketing tool when it comes to promoting your course. Oh my gosh, Amy is genius at this and she teaches all of this in this course. And you'll also learn how just one course can change your business and skyrocket your profits in as little as three launches. Look, Amy's been called the queen of digital course creation and it's for a reason. So I have to say this is so worth your time and she does not do this often. I think it's maybe once a year. So please don't miss out. Head over to thedrawshop.com forward slash Amy. Okay, back to the show. Well, you're going to need a solid marketing and sales strategy behind it. So what do you need to know going in? What does it really take to succeed with online courses today? That's what I'm going to go into right now. So let's go over three foundational principles that will help you create a successful course this year, 2020, but also beyond 2020 and even in a hyper-competitive niche. I want to talk about why you don't need to be 10 times better than your competition and how your big edge actually needs to give you a massive advantage. I also want to talk about how to start and fill your launch wait list with highly qualified, super eager students who cannot wait to buy your course when it goes live. And I'm also going to talk about the real purpose of your first launch. By the way, it is not about making as much money as possible, as soon as possible. It's it's not about that. So I'm going to talk about that in, in a little bit more, but let's start with the big one. We've all heard that the online education market is oversaturated and standing out can be really hard right now. So how much better does your digital course really need to be? I like to call this a 10% edge. So let me explain. I'm not sure about you, but I've definitely had disappointing experiences with online courses, things that I've spent good money on, I've signed up and I'm just like, dang, I already knew that, or they oversold. It just wasn't a good experience. But I've also had really amazing experience where I feel like, oh my gosh, I got exactly what I was looking for. It it totally moved the needle for me. And I even feel like I got more than I bargained for. So what I've learned through those experiences is that when you're working on a course of your own, 
it becomes easy to fall into the perfectionism trap. And you start to think like, oh, well, if I want my digital course to succeed, it needs to be 10 times better than anything else in my niche. First off, let me say, it's totally understandable to think that. But I know that it's also a surefire recipe to like never launch your course at all. Why? Because you'll always be busy refining, updating, expanding. You're just going to keep making changes until it meets your impossible standard, which by the way, never happens. That's why you never launch. If you want your course to be valuable and transformative and to sell well, you have to forget that 10 times improvement. Instead, find a small 10% edge over your competition. So something that you can comfortably deliver and something that your students will actually care about and then implement it. And I know this sounds a bit vague and abstract. So let me give you a few examples of how this 10% edge might look like. Okay. Think of high touch support. Most digital courses actually don't give ongoing feedback to students. They don't answer their questions. They don't troubleshoot problems with them. They kind of just give it to you and then you're on your own. If your audience wants these things and you can provide them, you will have a massive competitive advantage right there. Another another example of a 10% edge is a specialist focus. So generalist courses are everywhere. But they're not very helpful to your target audience if they want to learn a highly specialized skill. So if you position your course as a -a one-of-a-kind product with a specialist focus, you'll have an easier time separating yourself from the competition and attracting the right students. Another, and this is huge, this is especially huge for me, built-in accountability. Most people don't finish the courses they buy Actually, most of them, and this is actually really true. I don't know the exact percentages, but I remember seeing them and I was just like blown away. But like most people buy a course and never even log into the members area. (laughs) Seriously. So if your students are craving accountability, even if they don't know it, and you're happy to oblige and have something that you can do and offer them so that they are accountable, it will help your course stand out as valuable and effective, not to mention your students are going to get results, which means case studies and testimonials for you. And their success is your success. So it's a win-win. And then finally, bonuses and value adds. So when you're building your course, think about preparing additional resources that your students can easily use. So maybe it's um, design templates, maybe that's certain source files, maybe um, access to different tools that they can use. Maybe it's bonus coaching. Maybe it's a certain amount of time on the phone with you. Just show them something that you've gone the extra mile to give them the tools that they need to succeed. So it doesn't actually... It doesn't actually take that much to exceed the low, low bar for quality on the online course market. If you generally care about your students having a good experience and and getting them results, making your course 10% better than the rest will pay off in a huge way, I promise. Another thing is to build anticipation with, with freebies, compelling freebies. Even if you have a massive audience, you don't want to launch your digital course out of the blue. It's not a good way to make sure it sells. Just as you would steadily nurture new leads towards buying your core product or service, you want to do the same with your course. Build build anticipation and validate demand before it's available 
to purchase. So how would you do that? Well, create a valuable laser-focused freebie and offer it to your target audience in advance. You've heard me talk about freebies and high-value content offers when it comes to your sales funnel and just selling your core offering and, and getting people to trust you. Well, when it comes to your digital course, it's the same thing. A freebie is gold. And your freebie has a dual purpose. One, it qualifies potential students to make sure that they're the right fit. And two, it makes them want to purchase the paid course when it launches. So with these two goals in mind, really ask yourself, what would make a great freebie for your upcoming course? What would support their journey? And there's many, many options to choose from, but if you need a few suggestions, here, here are some. Um, you could actually do a free mini course on the same topic as your main course. And don't don't get overwhelmed by that. Like what I mean is you could take just a few tactics or tips or hacks from, from your material and package them into a series of emails. I mean, your little mini course could be a series of emails. It could be maybe a few audible lessons. It could be a, like a, a, a sheet of, or maybe videos. Videos would be great. Like, like a one, three, one minute video. Um, I spoke about that earlier, just like three tips that they could walk away with. And it's like a free mini course that they're getting. You could also have something like a separate resource that's actually from your course. So maybe a checklist or a worksheet. Maybe it's a bonus lesson, something that doesn't give away the entire secret sauce of your course, but actually gives them tremendous value to potential students. Um, another idea is a report. So maybe it's a case study or a report about one of your star students that will not only teach your audience something valuable, but also showcase the power of your course to deliver results. And this might be a client who has worked with you. And if you are doing a course on your process, maybe that's the case study. But by the way, if you don't have a case study or something to do a report on, you can also use yourself as a story or testimonial instead. So don't let not having that stop you. And then another really great one is maybe a short four to five minute how-to video or even a webinar. You could do a live webinar. You could teach people a few core principles from your course. And this is really meant to be more thought-provoking rather than instructional. So it's, it's really to kind of blow their mind and show them this is what's possible if they take this approach to and insert the topic of your course, whatever that is. So strategic and highly targeted pre-launch content, which is really just a, a fancy term for your course freebie, will really allow you to create a wait list of eager, qualified students. And this will also make your job selling the course at launch time much easier because by the time it becomes available, people will be lining up to buy. And also as a very important side benefit, this approach will increase the chances that you'll work only with the people who are 100% right for you. Okay, I'm going to actually throw in another piece of advice here. And that is launch early and embrace iteration. And I know that's so tough, especially if you are a perfectionist. But your first launch might seem like the be-all, end-all, but it's really just the beginning. It's the first stepping stone on the way to improving and scaling your digital course. Because here's the thing, course creation 
is not a one-way process. It's a collaboration between you and your audience. That means your number one goal should be to get your course in the hands of paying students, however many you can convert. The first time you launch, you could sell to 500 people. You might only sell to five people, but believe it or not, either scenario is a total win and a total success. Working with real students will open your eyes to everything you need to change about your online course. And that's a good thing. As you track their progress and monitor their experience and resolve their challenges, you're going to get priceless insights on how to make your course better. You'll see the common sticking points people run into again and again. You'll learn where to simplify, change, cut, or expand on your material. You're also going to better understand your students' motivations, their goals, and what their psychological barriers are, which is so important because if you can speak to those and and make them feel at ease, oh my gosh, you are so winning. So what are you going to do with all this priceless information that you couldn't get any other way? This is where you're going to use it to iterate on your digital course. So you're going to use it to fine-tune your marketing and sales process. You're going to use it for your course delivery method and You're just going to keep creating something better and you're going to have something that's really, really special, something that will sell much better the next time you launch it. And then after you do it again, you'll repeat the same process and make your online course even better for your target audience. And then you'll do it again and again and again. And that's it. That's like the secret of all best-selling digital courses out there. They didn't start out perfectly optimized. They got to that point through deliberate, methodical, constant iteration. If you think you can just hit publish on a course and then keep marketing it 24-7, well, you can. I mean, I guess you can, but you'd be wasting its potential as well as yours. And what you want to do is really embrace the dynamic process of refining and updating this awesome product that you've made so that it has a chance to become even more awesome. So that's what I mean when I say that your first launch is just the beginning. You want to treat it as an experiment, the first among many. However, well or poorly it performs, you will always have the knowledge on how to do it even better next time. Like most things in life, course creation is worth doing only if you're planning to do it right. You want your online course to become a revenue maximizing asset, not just another drain on your resources. You want it to improve your audience's lives and turn them into lifelong fans of your brand, not to forget about your course a week after they buy. And you want to be proud of this awesome thing that you've built and poured your hard-earned knowledge and expertise into, not a weird experience you've tried and moved on from. I know that it sounds like an ambitious task, but I have faith in you. I know you can do it. Okay, we've covered a lot so far. And um, there's this final piece that I really want to cover because I, I believe it is the biggest roadblock when it comes to creating your digital course. And that is how do you make sure that you actually finish your digital course. And this is these are points that I put together myself. It's kind of like a guide and I use it as a pep talk for myself. Um, because if you've if you've listened this far and you're like, Summer, I'm gonna do it. I have a great idea for a course. I'm totally gonna create it and I can tell you, I can tell you that I'm in. Awesome. I'm high fiving you right now. I'm super stoked. But here's what your number one challenge standing in your way why? Because here's the thing. When it comes to entrepreneurs, 
Entrepreneurs have the most to gain from adding a course to their business, but they often have the least time and energy to do it. Is that not true? It's like, yes, I want to do this. But as soon as you get busy with your one-on-one clients, as soon as you get busy on all the other things that you have to do on a day-to-day basis or some fire happens and you've got to put it out, you're not doing it anymore. And so you never create the course. You never do that thing because something else got in the way. And I'm sure that there are hundreds, if not thousands of world-class digital courses that never saw the light of day. And it's because their creators didn't finish them. And I don't want that to be you because I know that you have genius in you. And I know that you have something that is so valuable for your audience and is going to be so valuable for your business. So here's what I did. I actually wrote this kind of, it's like a guide to help me follow through and and persevere and finish and launch my digital courses. And so whenever I feel dangerously close to calling it quits or I'm, I'm not going to have time for that or get overwhelmed, I revisit this and it gives me that jolt that I need to keep going. And if you're, if you are busy or you find yourself busy making your own online course and you decide to take this journey or you're just thinking about it, I want to share this with you because who knows, maybe it will help you too. Okay. So here it goes. Take, if you commit to this course, take this course as seriously as you do your core core business. I mean, like really. So you have all these other things that are taking up your time because you take it seriously. If you're going to do this, take this as seriously as your core business. Because as I have, have said multiple times, it is so much fun to create a digital course but there is work involved in it. It is not just a cakewalk. And like with any difficult, non-urgent work, you will be so tempted, like extremely tempted to put it off. And you'll use the excuses like, I'm just not in the zone, or I probably just need to do more research, or this other project is way more important. What's the big deal, right? It's not like it's an essential thing to your business yet. It's not currently bringing in the cash flow, so it's fine to put it off. Well, I'm here to tell you that you need to make it essential. You have to. If you want to launch your online course sometime before the heat death of the universe, then you seriously, when when you look back, you will be so glad that you made it essential. You will be so glad and you'll be like, wow, I can't believe there was a day I didn't have this extra revenue. This is This was huge and it brought so much value and it's bringing so much value to my audience. Treat, treat your course creation as seriously as any other part of your business. Set appointments with yourself, like meetings. That's what I do. I block out meeting time to get the work done. I show up to them. Even if there is nobody that I have to be accountable to that is showing up to that meeting, but it's just me, I make sure that it happens and then you do the work. And you don't have to do everything in one breathless sprint. That is not what I'm saying. Even if it's just so many minutes a day, even if it's just so many hours a week, just make it consistent. Make, do, do this consistent, imperfect action because daily effort will get you everywhere. Speaking as someone who's believed for the longest time that I didn't have time to build the online course, let alone two, let me tell you, it is not about the time that you have. It is about the time you make. Make the time and you will be so glad you did. Start start a wait list for your course or even pre Like internal motivation is all well and good. You can totally 
give yourself the, the pep talk. But what if you actually put some external pressure on yourself too? Nothing will motivate you to finish and launch your online course like knowing that there are people out there who are waiting for it to come out so that they can enroll or who already pre-ordered in advance. At the very minimum, you want to start a pre-launch list, also known as a wait list for your upcoming course, because this will get this will get you so committed to making it happen. And all you need, by the way, to do this is a dedicated opt-in page that triggers a confirmation email every time somebody joins the waitlist. And then you can just repeatedly tease the course to your audience through email or social media or your blog or your podcast, whatever content you're putting out there. And gradually you will grow that pre-launch list. Launching to a segment of highly qualified leads will give you higher conversions and more sales than just announcing your course to your entire audience. So many people just make it or throw something together, then they announce it and they're like, why is nobody buying? Well, we don't buy it cold like that either. I mean, do you? Do you just like see it and buy it? You've got to be warmed up to it. You want to be hungry. You're so likely to buy when you're hungry for it. And this is this is true even for a small pre-launch list for one simple reason. It's much easier to sell your course to people who actually want an And here's here's like a little extra credit. You can even start collecting pre-sales for your future course at a special discount for early adopters. I know it's scary to charge for something that you're still building, but it is a great way to prove your course idea and to see that it actually has legs. And of course, again, to motivate yourself to launch. It's also a great way to have some cash flow coming in while you're building the course. And you know, you can you can say what the price is going to be, or you can just say, here is an early bird discounted rate that is, you know, extremely low. So I think that's a great, it's a great way to keep yourself motivated and also like really validate the course that you're. So here's only include what's essential. So if you find yourself looking at your digital course in the making and thinking, oh, I should probably add more content. I would say don't. And the reason I'm saying that is because you probably feel like you need more content to justify your course's price, but I know that feeling. I know that feeling really well, and I've, I've been there. You just want to include more and more, but the problem with this is that value really doesn't work that way. The value of your online course doesn't magically scale the more content you add. The value and by extension, the price, comes from the impact your course makes on your student's life, the results it can help them achieve. Nothing else matters. Like literally nothing else matters. And that means that your course needs to include only as much content as it takes to deliver the promised transformation. Everything else is non-essential. And therefore, it's a distraction from the core material. It overwhelms people. So really try to resist the temptation to pad your digital course with extra content just because you feel like you should. Fight fight the scope creep relentlessly and leave behind anything that doesn't serve your main goal. There are plenty of bloated online courses on the market and I would say keep yours lean. This will help you finish and launch it sooner and it will actually even increase your student success rate, keeping it simple and lean. When you're building a course, play to your strengths. 
I love video as a format, so I naturally felt drawn to creating video-based online courses, but you may not be wired the same way. Maybe you're a great writer and video production feels scary and complicated to you. Or maybe you like recording audio or creating awesome presentations. So does that mean you can't create a successful, profitable online course? No, not at all. Because here's the thing, video courses aren't the only game in town. I have taken plenty or listened to plenty of courses that were just audible. I've also seen those that were slide decks. I've done different, different formats and I've had really good ones in those formats, formats and not so great ones. What it really came down to was valuable content. You can really do anything you want, but play to your strengths. As long as your material is solid and you teach it in a clear, straightforward way, how you deliver the course content doesn't matter. So please don't disqualify yourself from creating an awesome digital course just because you're not good at video. Also, if you're 100% determined to do a video course and nothing else will satisfy you, you know what we do at the draw shop. You can always outsource it. I'm not saying you have to come to us, but seriously, if you want some help on that, you know you can send me an email at summeratthedrawshop.com and we can absolutely help you. We're also help here to help you do a discovery call if you're wondering just what type of course you can build and how you're going to do it. Okay, but let me go back. Let me go back. Don't feel like you have to do something that you're not comfortable doing. I, get, I like to say, get uncomfortable, get comfortable being uncomfortable, stretch yourself. But at the same time, if it's not a strength for you and it's not going to be a benefit and serve your course well, then don't do it. Do what you're really good. Here's the thing, like, don't try to be perfect. I'm going to go back to this perfectionism thing because I'm somebody who has battled with this. And what I've learned from trying to make something perfect is that perfectionism is not your friend. In fact, it's the one thing that can tank your course more surely than anything that might go wrong during the launch. It's very easy to spend months and months redoing, tweaking, improving your course until everything is perfect, but it will never be. And the longer you hold off on actually offering it to people and getting real validation, like sales and feedback from the market, the scary it will be to take the leap. At some time, you have to accept that done is better than perfect and launch. And the sooner that point comes, the better. And I said this a little bit earlier, but honestly, launch your course while you're still working on it. And I'm, I'm being serious. Like if you have, say you have four weekly modules that are done out of six, I would say just roll it out. Finish the other two while your students are still going through the first four. You might learn that you have to tweak something and add something to those final two. Some course creators actually launch as soon as they have the course structure nailed down. Like here's the structure, but I'm going to deliver the content live to paying students. Then they'll record the results and then turn those sessions into modules and less lessons for an evergreen course. The only way to really learn, launch your course wrong is by never doing it at all. So if it takes a tight deadline and a hungry audience to conquer your perfectionism and get you to ship the thing already, then that's what it takes. And people aren't expecting perfect. By the way, people want somebody who is relatable. And an imperfect course that you actually launched always beats a perfect course gathering digital dust on your computer. Why? Because the imperfect course is out there in the world. It's already helping people and making an impact. And remember, you can always improve it. But a 
maybe someday perfect course that just sits there is no good to anyone, least of all you. So get it out there in the way that you do, that you do you in your best way. And you all know what your special gifts are. You you know how you are at delivering content. And if it is writing, great. If it is audible, if it is all of those, if it is putting together really pretty pretty slide decks, awesome. Like just how do you get your content out there in a way that you are really good at, your business is really good at, that gets people to pay attention and just launch. Okay. Whew, that was a lot. That's, that's it. Honestly, that, that whole last bit, this, this whole podcast actually was just as much for me as it was for you because I myself still have to go back and say, okay, it doesn't need to be perfect. Okay. This is about my audience. Okay. How, where are my strengths? I think of, I think of all of those things. I, and I do, I honestly have to go back to this and, and remind myself, I need, I need the pep talk and those reminders to keep me on track and in building this, all of this stuff that I learned came from my digital course coach, Amy Porterfield, and you can learn from her as well. On during the um, in my intro, um, in the middle of the podcast, you've you've heard me. I've I've been blogging about her, emailing about her because she's literally the most amazing. And you will learn everything you need to know from A to Z when it comes to building and launching a digital course and getting people to actually sign up and pay their money to take your course. And if you're ready, if you're ready to find out how you can do that and you're ready to do this in the most effective, simple way, then head over to thedrawshop.com forward slash Amy. And I want to give you my time as well. If you feel like you want to brainstorm what this could look like for you and what that course might be and how this would fit into your business, email me, summer at thedrawshop.com. I'm giving you my personal email. Go ahead and email and let's set up set up a, a call, a discovery call to talk about this. And if you found all of this valuable and you think, you know what, this would be great for my friend who had a grooming business. I don't know. I'm coming up with the, the, the top of my head who's wondering how she can create an extra source of revenue. Share it. Share it with those people. Please, please share. And if this was valuable to you, please let me know what you think. I'd love it if you guys can rewrite a review on on the past, um, wherever you're listening, and rate it. And make sure you're subscribing because I've got more good stuff coming out in these coming episodes. And I'm so grateful that you stuck with me. I hope this was valuable. And I'm really excited to see what you do with this. So if you do sign up with Amy and you take her course, I will be dying to know what your course is and how it works out for you because I'm I'm already excited for you. I'm already excited. Like I'm just looking at, you know, how this year ends for you and how this adds so much goodness to your business. I'm really, really looking forward to that. So you can email me again, head over to thedrawshop.com forward slash Amy if you're ready to do this or send me an email if you have some questions, summer at thedrawshop.com. Hey guys, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't already done so, would you do me a favor and go subscribe and review this podcast? My goal is to continue to deliver you content that will really move the revenue needle in your business and give you up-to-date content on anything else that can dramatically help your business. 
You can also find us at thedrawshop.com slash podcast, where you can comment on the podcast or contact us directly with any issues you'd like me to address. Thanks again. I really, really appreciate you listening and I'll see you next time.